Love that jam. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? What up, Ayo? What's happening, Fresh? Welcome to another show. Miami Mayhem in the house with the ACF crew. Chilling. It's game week. 48 hours. Less, actually. A little excited right now. You can see it's it's flowing. We got our favorite topic. We got, oh, shoot. We got the oatmeal man in the house. JK. Oh, Bernie, shout out to Flo and the entire Miami Flo squad. Can't wait to hang out with the boys Saturday. Appreciate you, fellas. New for those fans, man. Fernando, thank you, bro. As everybody knows, all the donations go 100% to NIL. We keep nothing. We get paid. Our pay raise every year is 25% of zero. So Ooh, that's a raise. We're doing better. We got to negotiate that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, who's ready to get rained on in Philly? We are. We don't care. Oh, we have a second donation. I don't know who this guy is, but uh, he'll match it. Because of Fernie, Lex will match it. So anything for nice. the boys, man. Anything That's for right. the boys. Hey, we got the general in the house, Jamster Kane. Uh, hey, Mitchell, what up? We got we got Jay Kane. He's eating oatmeal for dinner tonight, my man. Old man, River. Wingo. Hey, Al, please pass the Kool-Aid. We're going to talk about that. Hey, our good friend, Firefighter King, like we always say, especially first response, anybody overseas, armed forces of all services, we thank you for everything you do. We do appreciate that, man. Um, you know, let's not even let's not even wait, bro. Let's not even wait. Let, let's right. just bring the myth on. Rasta, what's going on, dog? What's good, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? Look at Terry. I'm excited now. Too. It's, it's you now. <laughs> hey, I'm just proud of our guy John. You know, stuff so is way up past his bedtime. Yeah, John. Yeah, that's impressive. Your son's talking trash, Rasta. Your son. Yo, hey, let them know where they can find us, please. Right down below, www.linktree. So it's L I N K T R. Period. Don't know why they put a period there. EE backslash Miami flow. And if you put in link tree, like actually one word, it doesn't work. I, I, I don't understand these people, but that's the way they want it. That's the way we're going to do it. So link tree with a period in the middle of it. And <laughs> it's for all of our shows, all of our, our podcasts, this guy down below's exclusive podcast or can be found on there. Uh, Let's see what else we got. We got our Discord chat is on there. I know a lot of people always ask about the Discord chat. Our game day playlist is on there as well. Every single one of our social media pages are on there. And the, um, let's see, I, oh, and the Discord's, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. We're good with that. It's everything that is listed down below. Check out the podcast. It'll be oh, on there man. tomorrow. Otherwise, uh, Ross's exclusives are on there as well. Hey, y'all better behave. Security in the house. Security in the Tied house, up. Mr. Snag. What's going on, Flay? Guys, we're gonna just get right into it, man. Um, when we posted our topic today, and 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 I want to give credit to our boy Rasta, who kind of started this thing. You know, everybody's been talking about that Kool-Aid and that canned juice. Um, and Hold it up, baby. Something, guys, that uh, that you know, I believe in. Y'all know how I get on the get shows. You, you guys know how much I love my canes. Y'all know how much I get. I just, I'm a believer. Get into it. And, <laughs> and, you know, 
And we're going to talk about those flavors today about that cane juice because I'm going to be honest. I made a comment on Flo's show on Sunday, and it had and it had to be about believing. And nobody in the world thought we would beat a and except for a few of us. Nobody believed anything. But I'm going to tell you right now, guys, this team believes. This team believes heartily that they can win no matter who they play against. And Rasta AO, when you have a team which, you know, even against Bethune, you can see our, you know, some second stringers, some in most thirds, the talent level went down or the depth. But when you go through our whole first string, at least 50% of our second stringers, when you have that talent up and down and the team believes that they can win, that's dangerous. Very. The Miami Hurricanes are a dangerous team. And if you didn't believe, and you called me, because I, I know some people that call me a fool, don't believe, what's wrong with you, what kind of drugs you're using, in a good way, joking around, I'm serious. But I got called a lot of things. Don't jump on the bandwagon now. I don't want to see your face. Ale's pulling receipts, because I told you guys, when Man. we go... Six and zero, and with Clemson coming down, and college game day comes out here, that will decide our season. And I will be pulling receipts because nobody believed what I said. Do I get excited? Yeah, I'm a mini fan. What kind of fan shows up to see their team and say we're going to lose a game? Why would you show up? Right. So guess what, guys? I'm I'm venting, Rastael. I'm venting, but I'm going to tell you right now. Don't jump on this bag wagon now because guess what? This this train ain't stopping. Still waiting for my shirt. Last I heard it was in Hawaii. <laughs> and it's going to stay over in Hawaii because you know what? We ain't paying for the shipment to come back. No, that's our, that's our boy Joe here. I'll it from Tampa, man. We love Joe. Um, you know, he, he he's taking care of himself. Finally good to see him back. Thanks for the donation, though. We appreciate everything. But, gosh. I want, I want I don't want a fan's point. I want your straight up opinion. Rasta, do you believe at what you actually see? I want AO to go because I'm about to go on a tangent. Uh, I have a feeling go. you both are gonna go on rants for a while. <laughs> so I'm just gonna put on I'm gonna put it, it like be the rest of the show. Right. I which I like that. Like it, <laughs> to me, it's like this, fellas, is the juice is there because Miami's always been partially there. You had the water, you had the sugar, and you had the Kool-Aid. You just never, you just never mixed it. And when you had one, you didn't have the others. And I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna put the money up right now. It's there. It's sitting in front of you. And the funny part is, you have it in front of you, and people are still trying to walk away from it by not showing up to this or not showing up to that. Or I'm gonna wait for this one to go through. Or, I'm gonna wait for that one first. You keep putting up your own barriers. That's fine. That's what it is. It is what it is. But until you're in those stands and in those seats, day in, day out, when you can be. Now, get get for some people, it's not a, it's not obtainable. But if you could be there and you're not, you're part of the problem. You're not a part of the solution. So, like Lex said, don't come back. Just sit back and, re- and relax and watch it. You know what I mean? Watch it on the TV. Let people who want to be there be there. But it's been it's it's there. I mean, this team is is real. Go ahead, Rasta. So, 
don't really care about the non-believer believers. I really don't give a shit. I'm a believer. At the end of the day, I said it going into this year. Ten and four was my my overall. People thought I was crazy, so I can only imagine what the thought Lex was. Watching that team play against A and M, if you really think that that team can't walk into any college football stadium and beat whoever is the rest on the schedule, I don't know what to tell you, honest, honestly. Because if you go and look at it, top to bottom, that Texas A&M team is the most loaded, as far as a talent standpoint, than anybody else the rest of them. Now, once we get a bowl, that might be different. But it, looking at the rest of this season, you go on any roster and you look at it, I promise you, there won't be a single team more loaded than that Texas A&M team. Now, you got to stay healthy, right? You got to have a, have a healthy season or otherwise it really don't matter, you know, and that's what we're always hoping for regardless. But the way TVD is playing right now, there is not a team in the country he can't throw 400 on because there is no secondary. And I'll say it right now, there's no secondary on our schedule worth the fuck. And I put that on everything. <laughs> TVD will head top as long as these receivers are balling. And I need, I, I said this, you'll see it on the show Saturday. We recorded last night. You'll see it Saturday. I said this last night on the show. I need Kobe Young to step it up. That, there is no doubt. And I'm not saying he's a trash. I'm not that far from it. But watching him, he just looks off a little bit from game one. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. It could be anything. I don't know. It could be he wanted more. I, I really don't know. But the way TVD is throwing that ball around, he's showing you that he's ready. At the end of the day, that he he's ready for the next level, and that's what he's doing it for, right? He's trying to show the scouts. I understand last year, but look, I'm the top quarterback in this class. If he, excuse me, if he's playing like that on a week to week basis, and these receivers are catching, which is what we've seen so far. And obviously, it's gonna be different. You get the conference play and everything else. I understand that. Georgia Tech, I think we could put 40 on. Their defense doesn't look like it. Now they can score. And I get right. that. I think our defense will do enough where we hold them to a 41-17 type of game, whatever. Like, long as, I think we score 40 on everybody at the end of the day. Because yes. UNC, right, where everybody's, oh, my God, I'm so afraid of UNC. Yeah, whatever. Florida State, whatever. Clemson, whatever. They're all built just like A&M. They have some right. good D tackles. I'll give you that. I don't think their DNs are, are as good as, as Texas A&M's. Our O-line, I think, can hold up with any D-line in the country as far mm -hmm. as who's on our schedule. Our, our playmakers like, you know, McCormick, Henry Paris, even Don Chaney, all these running backs that we have have shown that they can pass block, which has been an issue with us. You know, you go mass, mass protecting, and I think we'll do our thing. Now, the receivers, you got speed for days. Jacoby George is lighting a fire on his ass, and he's ready to go play at the end of the day. X is playing out his mind right now. His whole – everybody kept knocking him for his yak, and he can't get no yak and stuff like that. He's showing you wrong. This man is broken. Mm -hmm. Tackle after tackle after tackle is getting upfield. You know, Isaiah Horton, I was hard on him game one. But he's turning around and showed you, hey, bro, like, I'm ready to come play, and I ate that crow. I'm gladly do that. This defense is looking like Miami Hurricane defense. James Williams looking like a five-star flying all over the field. You got Jaden uh, Davis, who nobody even – oh, I don't want him. Why, why are we taking him? Why are we Everybody taking him? bashed him. And look at him. He's looking like an All-American DB. 
Now I'm in Seth mm-hmm. Malone, like he's got to get there. It's a whole season. But he's looking like he's hey, he's probably gonna start the rest of the year as long as he's playing like this. DP is looking like a strap, like he's strapping everything down. Like like my boy Steve, I'm gonna tell you, he put straps on the boys. So our secondary is looking good. And you want to talk about linebackers? People have harped on Corey Flag for I don't know three years. That competition level has brought the best out of Wesley, has brought the best out of uh, Corey Flag. Now you got KJ uh, Cloyd, who obviously missed some time due to injuries, looks fully healthy. Bro, I'm telling you, on a, on a if you want to line up against anybody in the country, I think we can definitely go 12 and 0 at the end of the day. Now, injuries, you got out scheme, right? UNC has out schemed us for years. So I get that. But if you're telling me that Shannon Dawson is going to do what he's doing right now, I don't. I think we put up 40 on everybody. You're going to have to hold up on the O-line because you're going to face some good D-linemen. I give you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Linebackers aren't as good as, as A&M, and secondary is not as good as A&M because they're not as deep. There's nobody on all, that we're going to face that is as deep as A&M mm-hmm. on every position. And we – bro, we, that game, we spotted them 17 points. We should have dog-walked them. We should have beat them by almost 40 points. They scored yeah. once, like them <laughs> driving the ball. Not us muffing a punt, not us blocking the kick, none of, like loot or you know getting kick blocked. They scored once on our defense. You can kiss my backside if you think I'm afraid of anybody on on the schedule. <laughs> now I was I was patient, you know. I kind of Florida State. I don't know, you know, it's going to dope. Got to see how they do. A lot of hype behind them. Jordan Travis, da da da. Clemson, obviously, they, Clemson starts slow, so I'm not really blaming them for that that Duke loss. I think Clemson beats Florida State this weekend in. Death Valley in Clemson. So I get it. You know, like I understand there's still a lot to play. Got to have a lot to happen. But I'm telling you, bro, this team can go 12 and 0. And the reason why I say that, because we've, we've seen everybody, we watched all the other shows, we've seen a lot of people in the chats and Discord and Twitter and everything else. Oh, we're going to slip up. It's Louisville. We might slip up. Boston College might slip up against Virginia or whatever. I, whoever you want to blame. This team did exactly what I need to see them do in order for me to believe that the culture's changed, that we don't sleep on those teams. And they did that last week against Bethune. When they went in, put 34 up real quick against Bethune, that offense was clicking. It was buzzing. TD looked precise. It wasn't like, it didn't look like a walkthrough. You know, they didn't like they walked up and just said, all right, it's Bethune. Let's go up here and just run through this. No, they went out, did what they're supposed to do, dominated at the end of the day. And if we do that every single week, we don't under underestimate any opponent. Like same with Temple this week, right? They go out and do that same thing. I'm telling you, bro, there's not a single opponent that puts any type of worry going into that week. So I'll tell you, I believe we want 12 and 0. Ayo, I'm gonna get a couple of these uh donations out of the way. I'm gonna have a question for you. So good vibes, 199. Please mute Lex's mic. No. Go to bed. Appreciate the dollar. Hey, man, one of our great supporters, Al, for the kids. Let's go, Al. We appreciate it. We know uh, everything you do, man. You know, we got a couple of things in here. You know, a couple of people up in here. And Javi's talking. Pull the receipts. Guys, everybody, believe. Ayo, when you watch how physical we manned up, we knew there was going to be injuries against A&M. And we don't talk about them, but it looks like everybody's getting healthy. We came out of that game pretty healthy. 
And I mean, thank the Lord on the last hit, but you're talking about the injuries that could have happened. Uh-huh. Hey, when you take on a team that physical and our offensive line comes out 100% healthy, the motivation. When you are, I want you to give you an example, you're Bethune-Cookman, you see a team like Miami on your schedule. You know there's a loss. You know you're playing against a team that's outmatched. I feel like Miami, when they look at their opponents, there's no name on the jersey, no name on the helmets, no name. They just see players on the other side that they're going to whoop on. And that, I mean, that's, they just got that tunnel vision right now that we're unstoppable. Ayo, that's a a big thing, bro. That's big. Two things that really popped out this week for me for kind of what you're we're kind of referring to. So when Cohen got asked about what he sees for this upcoming game, he said, you don't leave your run game at home with you. Your run game travels with you. We have we have seen this with Miami when we get a little bit of, of swag and all of a sudden we get a little bit of, of you know success that guys start feeling themselves a little bit. I kind of mentioned this on the you talk show is is you kind of had that little little bit of okay maybe we'll go out one time this week you know the Miami doors are starting to open for us again you know and all of a sudden you kind of get a little little popped up you know a little gas station picture here and there and then they get blown out and then all of a sudden all those doors are closed again where what I felt that we've seen for the last 15 20 years wasn't a a, a talent depleted roster it was a it was 22 guys that were playing for themselves the difference I see this year is that I see two units. I see an offensive unit and I see a defensive unit. And those two both units coincide with one another. They're hyping each other up. When they come off the field and on the field, them boys are all talking to each other. That I haven't seen in years. I'm going to repeat that. I haven't seen them talk to one another on them sidelines in years. You had – you had what was the what was the young man's name that danced on the sideline became a gif? He was dancing oh, by himself, by the way. Jalar Holly or whatever it is. Yeah, Blair, by himself. Yeah. And if you look around on that gif, there ain't nobody talking to each other. There ain't nobody else hype around him. You know why? Because it was a bunch of individuals and not actually a team. Yeah. That you came to Miami for two reasons: either you were looking out for yourself and you're trying to make it to the league, or you knew you weren't making it to the league and you're going to enjoy your couple of years at Miami on Miami's dime. So the difference I see, and I, I love what you said, Lex was I see a team and that is scary because you're right. When Bethane Cookman or middle Tennessee or Beth, you know, Miami, Ohio had us on the schedule. Oh shit. I can make a name for myself. I beat Miami, yes. you know, and all of a sudden now they're like, Oh shit, it's Miami. That's a difference. And you you're talking about schemes. You can't you can't predict what our schemes are gonna be. When when was the last time we could say that? That we had an offense and a defense at the same time that was I'm gonna repeat this twice. Unfucking predictable. <laughs> Unpredictable. That is legitly things that we ain't seen. So you're right, guys. In the chat, we do have PTSD for getting into the stadium. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, you got to put that shit to the side and go watch us come back because you're going to beat yourself up for years if you could have been in those stands and you missed it. The thing you were waiting for, for you know the Miami Comet to come back, and you kept your ass at home on a, on a chair. That's why I'm getting my ass down there this year. 
And you know what? When we go, you know, I'm sorry. Hey, Cody girl, Ayo loves his Chick-fil-A. That's a blatant hey, lie. Blatant. <laughs> well, we Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yo, my boy Angel here from New York, man. He came down for the first game, kind of hung out with us. He's been going out to a lot of games. Great points, fellas. Love the energy, guys. Thank you for the donation. We appreciate everything. But when I was on Twitter today, I saw the thing from Temple. Oh, mid-60s, 40-mile-an-hour winds. Oh, the rain. The speed is going to be gone. Temple, you just fucked up. Because now you're just that offensive line. You're going to get a big dose of a five, four, five running backs all day, and that's not good. You just cause problems for your defensive line and linebackers. Those linebackers in the third quarter are going to be like, "Please pass the damn ball. We do not want to deal with Cohen coming up to the second level anymore." I mean, I don't think Rasta. There, you know the rumors for the last thirty years. Miami doesn't like to play in the wind. Miami doesn't like to play up north. Miami doesn't like to play in the cold and the cool or anything. I just don't think they care. <laughs> I I don't care. I'm going to be in the rain. I'm going to Temple. I'm going to join them in the stands in the rain. I don't care. And you know what I've seen from the fans? We have asked the fans to show up, Rasta, right? Right. And, and, and it got better. Miami, Ohio, Texas AM, they showed up. But they actually had a nice decent crowd for a Thursday night game. And, and you know, in, in a city yep. that it's a business city, and you know, on a Thursday night. I have seen all social media how, you know, the plane tickets are so cheap. There's, I know of hundreds of people who are showing up that would never think about it. Right. Miami's starting to travel. And when this train is going with Miami traveling, what do you think about all this weather and this Temple game and all that stuff? I mean, you got to play it at some point in your life. You know, if you're dreaming, your passion is to get to the NFL, you're going to have to play in it. So, you know, I mean, we see NFL guys that, who are from Southern Cal and South Florida all the time in New York at Meadowlands in the middle of December with no shirts on, running around. I mean, it's all a mind thing. You know, at the end of the day, like, if you're going to go out there, you can't go out and say, oh, man, it's so cold. Like, I'm freezing. Yeah, you're going to freeze. But if you're going out there and you're constantly moving, bro, and you're playing the game of football, you're going to get high. It's yeah. just the name of the game. So, and, and it, it might be, but honestly, it's still a 3.30 game at the end of the day. So, it's still daylight. You know, I, I like night, okay, it might be a little different because some won't even be up at all. But it's still a daytime game. 60 isn't really that cold. You know, like I, I get it. I mean, it's colder in South Florida, 95 right. degrees, but right. 60 degrees is not technically that cold. Rain, whatever, bro. It's, it's raining right now. Like, it's no different, bro, besides it being wet and hot. I mean, that's the only difference, bro. Um, and we played in rain a couple weeks ago, and we were still slinging the ball around, catching it. Col Kobe Young had a few catches. Kobe George had a few catches. Like, I, I mean, yeah, bro, it's, it's football. Sorry, it's it's literally in the middle of hurricane season. Anywhere on the East Coast, you got a good shot of any type of weather like this. I think it, it's a, it's a gimmick, right? Oh man, right. let's just kind of hype this this temple, yeah, whatever. It's temple, like at the end of the day, end of the day, I don't think these dudes have been above five hundred in their whole entire lifetime. So, mm. you know, since Al Golden they wanted was there, Danny too. Yeah, so that shows you how desperate they are. 
Ayo, how would <laughs> then we stole him back. <laughs> Ayo, when when we were if we were to played Temple a few years ago, what how would you have felt compared to the way we feel now? Right. It it's 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 our our buy-in too, right? Is which Miami's going to show up? You know, is it going to be a Miami team that wants to blow somebody out by fifty, or we're in a we're in a game of our lives, like in 2017? You know, where every game is hopefully it's going to go our way, and we're ten and zero, but we could have easily been six and four, five and five. You know what I mean? Where the cards just fell our way versus now. Um, the expectations I have in these games now are a little bit different where I'm like, you know what? I expect to see our second string by half. That's different because that's showing that we're developing guys too. And when we get those guys in there, we can jump in. What's up, Greg Bush? Oh, that guy's name. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's just one of those things where you, you, you see the development going forward. What an elite team thinks about isn't just the scoreboard and the final score. They're thinking about, what all do we need to do to get our job done? And then we get the next guy in line. And then we make sure that these younger guys are getting some play time. And our head coaches are ready for it. And they have a game plan. And they're making adjustments when the team actually shows us something different than they, they might have put on film before. That kind of shit used to kill us. Like, How many times were we like, well, Manny's defense, when he comes out, it says they did shit we never saw them do. <laughs> Like that was the actual answer that we've had, guys. Like that, Lex. Can you imagine you're on a job and your your crew is set to do a job, and they're like, "We wanted to finish this job on time, but the roof was a little different than what we ever seen before. They had pipes that we ain't seen before, yeah. so we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna finish this on time." Well, I think, you know what I mean? Like it don't I'll, make sense. I don't mean to cut you off, but. You know, you just brought up a point that that I, I like. I want, I want to touch on that real quick. We had a certain coach. I'm not gonna say a name because we all know how bad it was. He used to say that, right? The oh man, they they threw stuff at us we never seen. We had that same. We had a coach, a coordinator this year do that same thing a couple weeks ago and say we weren't expecting them to do this. We adjusted, ran the ball for 200 yards. That's exactly. the difference. That's the biggest difference, bro. Yep. You know, every coach coach is different. I like, I've had many coaches, bro, that sucked, weren't good in game change. Like I, I get it, but you've got to if you want to be a a top coach, head coach, offensive coordinator, whatever you want to call it. If you want to be a good coach at the, any level, you have got to learn how to adjust in game, like pre game. <laughs> because how many times have we seen any like a team, right? Go, oh, we don't know. Like, we're going to play it by ear if our starting quarterback's going to play. Then he gets here, dude's not even dressed in the uniform, like, even no pads. Right? He's just walking out there with, with just a jersey on. Dude's out here, street clothes, like, wasn't even thought about playing. Now you got to kind of readjust to that, right? You've been, I'm going to get ready for the starter because that's their big, like, Cam Rising, right? Or Utah situation. If dude's coming out ACL tear, you have a team like Florida who's trying to, hey, I want to prepare for that dude, right? And it, it really looked like they only prepared for this man. And then they threw two quarterbacks at him, second and third stringers. They didn't even know what looked, you know, what was going on. Right. So, and I think that's the biggest difference. You have actual coaches 
who can scheme, who can who can legitimately adjust on the fly. That's what you need to become a Georgia, an Alabama, Ohio State. You know, and I'm not saying we're there yet. I think we can get there. But like uh, Firefighter Kane just said right here, bro, this this Temple team gave up 250 yards on the ground to Akron. To Akron. Akron. Do you, do you remember Lorenzo Lingard? Yeah. Yeah, he scored like a 70-yard touchdown on them boys and outran everybody. Now, remember, I like Lingard, I like Lingard a lot, but his speed has came down a little bit over the years, and he outran them like he was back at Florida and back at Miami in his freshman year. Like He had the speed again, and I'm like, that speed is there against them. Now, that speed against us, Williams is chasing him down. Like, I'm just going to put that in perspective. He could have a 10-yard head start, and, and I think Williams catches him or oh, yeah. even Cam will catch him. You know what I mean? Like, he's not just going to run straight through our defense. But on that defense, mm-hmm. I think, I think like you guys said, the main thing that makes this year a little different is the things that we pointed at last year that we saw coming. The you know the continuity between the team and the coaches, the the gel between the guys, the the buy-in power, and we kept mentioning that over and over, and no one ever heard that shit out. Like buy-in power, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Duke beats Clemson, and everybody's like, buy-in power. Okay, yeah, Yeah. buy-in power can outdo your little blue chip ratio on any given day. That's why they have to play these games. Otherwise, you would just crown the blue chip ratio. But the biggest problem that Miami had is we ain't had that in years where you had the brotherhood from the guys that were there. But remember this, you ain't seen the guys that were on these 15 years worth of teams that ain't done shit. You know why? Cause they're not a part of that echelon group. You gotta, you, if you're going to be a part of this whole hurricane thing, you got to realize that it takes all of it. And that means you bring in Jacuri when you bring in, you know, the, the Dorsey's and you bring in the Kozars cause you think of it like, you know what? Y'all were here in the hard times, and you pull them back up. Same thing for this team. That you saw what happened with Kobe, like or uh, with George. As soon as he fumbled it, everybody got in his ear, and it wasn't you're 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 out, you're done. It was make it up, make it up on this next play. Have the best game that you will ever have on this next play. And good, what do you do now? If that was Pope, if that was Wiggins, we lost five stars and four stars and three stars all due to their mindset. And you had that game that finally switches it up. We're dangerous because we have a mindset as a team. Great. Scary. I love Scary. Yeah, you hit a hit. I mean, you know, the key to a team moving forward and being different, right, culture change, is they have to take on the mind of their coach, right, like Coach Cristobal. And with Coach Cristobal, you're getting a guy who respects his opponent, right, but he's got that, I'm going to go out and dominate. He's, he's an old lineman. You know, I want to dominate. I'm going to dominate up front, and I'm going to make you pay. Right? Then you got a guy like Coach Gidry and Coach Dawson whose mindset is, like they said, you go conservative, you're playing to get beat. I'm going for the kill. Yep. We haven't had that, bro. <laughs> I'm Coach, Coach, even Rick didn't have that mindset. Going but it starts at the top, right, Rasta? It starts with the head coach. He, he, like everybody said, Mario's never had an offensive coordinator like this. So even Mario said, I need to change if I expect the Miami football team to change. 
Yep. And it starts at the top, and he changed. The AD changed, and it's, it's just been trickling down little by little. So now you're starting to get that whole pyramid where everybody's finally on the same page. Right. And it's scary. The Miami Hurricanes are a ticking time bomb right now. I'm sorry. I don't know when it's going to happen, but when this shit explodes, watch out. You think you're tired of Colorado now and all the crap they're doing? (laughs) You haven't seen anything yet. You haven't seen let me ask you this, and we're going to go Rasta, then we're going to go AO. We have our starters, and you have your main seconds, you know, like on defensive line. Tell me somebody out there that you've seen make a play or two that in a game like Temple, which, you know, if we're playing the way we are, screw that. This is another 38-3. to three. We're going to win 40-10, to 10, whatever. Name me a player you'd like to see a little bit more of. Because I have one player in my head. Now, I'm going to go last, but like I said, don't make me a, for a starter or one of those second stringers that you know have been coming in a lot. Give me somebody else that got a little bit of time in Boothoon, maybe a little bit in AMM, but give me a player you'd like to see a couple more plays just to see what they got. I mean, my obvious one is the guy that I've, I've said I think could possibly. I don't know about you, but I can't hear you, Rasta. Can you hear me now? I can yeah. Hear you. Okay, my bad. Mike's a little fur. Um I mean, like I said in the preseason, before the season started, the guy I think could be a breakout player as he gets further along and get more snaps, Jaden Wayne. I mean, he's been out there a handful of plays already and, and is showing great ability even out on coverage. You know, open field tackles, stopping the guy for, you know, a third down conversion, stop him short, they punt the ball. Um, and I think this is a game where, yeah, bro, he can come out there and, and play. So – and I'm not saying where we're up 35 points. I think he can get in the game fairly early. Easily. Yeah. I love and, Greg. I, mean, I love my love. We love our guy, Greg, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Go I, ahead, I like some of these names. And I agree. I, I really – we all know, like, this is a very pro Cheney channel. Um, we, we definitely love Cheney. Um, sure. I'm actually going to go – I'm going to stay because I want Cheney to pop in a big, big game. I'm, I'm hoping to see him pop in, like, the FSU, Clemson, North Carolina, those games. That's when the national TV is there, and I want him to get that draft stock up in those games. So I'm going to go a little bit different in the room. I, I am actually becoming a very big A.J. Allen fan. That dude runs hard. And I think I think you give him this kind of game where he's able to kind of put his foot in there and say, hey, you know what? Everybody else has stepped their game up. There's there's a couple dudes behind me who are coming. (laughs) So let me show you I can be lightning and thunder, too. And I think he puts his foot in this because he's had some close breakaway games last game that he had the 90, 93 yards. I mean, it's he's close, you know what I mean? But he hasn't had the the highlight film yet you know that that highlight play where it's replayed over and over again but i love what he's doing is he's that consistent gel between all of them where he's gonna get you five six five six five six each and every time you need that first down give him the ball first down you know i mean that's what you need to have is that drive to keep things alive when you have emory in there i hope to see jer curry more in the bigger games kind of like cheney where that's when you want that little wrinkle or the, yeah. they haven't practiced this because yes. they don't know what to expect. The wrinkle is going to be huge in those games. And like you guys both mentioned, 
we ain't even seen the whole playbook yet. The hell is the last time y'all can say that that we ain't seen the full Miami yet. So I think twenty five percent of play. I think twenty five percent of the playbook won't come out till Clemson. But somebody already said the name. Exactly. When I saw you guys know I was traveling that day, but I was able to watch some of the game on YouTube. Right. When I saw Brashard Smith, the bus that was taking us to my location, thought I shit in my pants or went crazy. Because I jumped up on you know you know when you go to these these little islands these little white bands and all that oh my lord Rashard Smith I don't know about you guys I was when's dope. the last time we've seen because we've seen a lot of times where we've had the holes and we nobody's hit them this man saw the hole turn into Devin Hester and zoom shout out to Ed for that block. There, there's been a couple opportunities also on offense where he's been almost broke a couple. I, I want to see the you talk about wrinkles, AO. I think we have wrinkles for this man. There's just no reason to do the wrinkles to Clemson and right. Memphis. Why why do you need to? You know what I mean? Well, I like your practices, your practices are right now harder than your games. Shannon Dawson and Gidry are going at each other every practice. And they've even mentioned it. Even Mario hinted at it yesterday on an interview with uh, uh, Lamar Thomas. Shout out to shout out to his channel. That's a great interview. But he pointed at, like, the fact that these two are going at each other to the point where they're fixing their own shit. If one sees that the other has a habit, he lets him know so he can correct it and make sure he hides his own issues. You, we've never seen this kind of continuity with our own group where leadership, like you said, it starts from the top to the bottom. It's a pyramid, right? We have a leader who only wants to pull you up. They, he doesn't want to outshine his OC and DC. I think you're starting to see that a little bit with some of these head coaches at some of the more elite programs that you're not going to outshine me. And now I'm going to take the play calling away from that. And I'm not doing all that. I'm not well, going to give you that kind of power. Let me ask you this, Ayo. After seeing Brashard Smith do that run and see the capabilities when everybody gets a hat on the hat and you give him just a small lane. Every time there's a kickoff, when's the last time we could say that? I don't care if it's in the back of the end zone. Run that shit. I want it. I don't even take a knee anymore. You run it down through somebody's throat. When you when can we Except say punt returns, please? Exactly. When we literally <laughs> within the 10. I feel like we we I like well, no, I, I like the kickoff kick thing. I said kickoff. Right, right. I love the kickoff, but I want to I want to strongly hint that I love this name below. I love X. I love all those guys when they're when they're returning. But if you don't stop losing your goddamn mind when when you're in the within the twenty, and the punt is going behind you, let it go. Just let it go. Stop well, trying to field it. You run let it go. Field, you wave <laughs> yeah, your hand for fire, but you run about fifteen yards away and act like you're catching it. But yeah, we I, lose our I damn minds you. every time. Every but time within the 15. <laughs> it's just Rasta, man. I, I can't. 300 yard plus running, but Miami's performance will be against Clemson. The most dominating performance will be FSU. I like that. I, I, I still think. believe, and I'm going to repeat myself our hardest game of the year is not Clemson, it is FSU. When oh, FSU yeah. was two and five and we were undefeated, what was the hardest game that year? FSU. Yep. FSU in Miami. And as much as I hate FSU, yeah. I hope their softball team loses, golf team, swimming team, croquets, 
lacrosse, whatever health team. I hope they all lose. Their whole intermittals team loses somehow. <laughs> I hope that. Um, Amen. Miami and FSU both battling it out undefeated is great for college football. Oh, yeah. I don't so, care what's great for college football. I, you don't agree? No, I want FSU 0-35. I, I care like less. I want that whole school to burn to the ground. I, I well, you wouldn't know what? You got I hate that school. Hey, I, I got a good question here, and we'll start with Rasta. Michael Becker has a good question. You know what? I've been wondering about this. Do you think we see him at all this year? Hold up, hold up. Both of you shut up. No, I was answering his, not you. I don't care I don't. what you Okay. Do you think we see Ja'Curry at all, Clemson or FSU, if needed with wrinkles? Yeah. I think he's a wrinkle in them. I think he becomes a wrinkle of your, your passing game where you can switch up what you're doing and throw their whole tempo off. So if their defense is starting to get a little bit of an advantage, you throw, you throw that whole new package in there, and if it sparks something – you're good and golden. Otherwise, you you keep that sparking and you throw TVD back in there and you have them basically going like Chris Leak in, um, in Tebow mode where it's a pass game and then all of a sudden here comes goal line and you can't do shit with it with your defense because now you don't know who should go where. Your defense gets worn down and they get mm-hmm. pissed off that they can't stop it. So I think he comes in the bigger games, not in these smaller games. Well, then, Rasta, let me give you the scenario. We know Clemson and FSU are going to be physical games. It's a, one's a rivalry game. I don't care how bad they are. I Some people say we're going to boom them. I still think it's going to be a close game, but we win. Clemson, you're in the third quarter. People are hitting each other in the mouth. We're tired. It's a close game. Could you see Ja'Curry coming in there and changing the pace where if you have a tired Clemson defense, you maybe catch them off, off guard, off balance, and something – and I'm not saying him running. But you know the attention is going to be him. You put some people on the island, and and you try you try to take advantage of it. No, I mean, I like here's here's my thing. I don't like the two system quarterback at all. I hate it because it gets guys out of rhythm. You know, like okay. it, it, it works for some top, for for certain people for certain quarterbacks. I get it. You know, the Tebow league, whatever. I mean, it worked for them, right? It doesn't right. mean it's gonna work for everybody. You know, it just doesn't. So, and it's two different type of quarterbacks. So, you know, I think with Ja'Curry, I think Ja'Curry does bring a, a completely different um, um, type of, of ball, you know, of uh, quarterback play to the, to the field. But if we're winning or it's even close, I don't want to see Ja'Curry at all. Yeah. That, that's yeah. me personally. Third and one, fourth and one, I don't care. I don't want to see him, me personally, because I don't want TV to come out in that drive. Right. And they go back in, and now it's kind of sputtering. And that's what happened last year. We saw that, you know, and I don't want to see that. Now, if let's say, for instance, we are playing Clemson, and it's 35-7 to 7 going in the fourth quarter, throw them out there. I'm cool with it because we're up. You know, we're, we're already doing what we're supposed to do. Now, I will say I do think we see him at some point this year. He's got four games to, to burn, you know, through. And Coach Dawson already said it. He's going to use these things very strategic, right? And I think you're probably going to see if, let's say, we jump up again, 28, 35, whatever it is, against Temple this week, I think you see Emory again, you know? Why not use Emory, a true freshman who's trying to understand the game, get the, get the college game to slow down? Why not use him in those instances to get his confidence going? Right. Then next year he'll start to see certain plays and certain stuff 
sorry, I'm watching the Shamanat Central game, so <laughs> kind of crazy. JoJo's going off. Um, but using, you know, those four games for Ja'Curry, I think will be very, you know, strategic. If you get right. FSU and Clemson and we do what we're supposed to do a roll through, you know, unless I'm not saying it's, it's a blowout, it's a 35-31 game. You know, TVD is supposed to – I'm cool with not playing Ja'Curry. Use him when we go play Virginia, you know, right. and, and right. let him gain his confidence there. You know, use him when we play Boston College. I just don't want – if we're in a close game like that, you bring a quarterback out and then right, you right. put him in for five, four plays, three plays, two plays, whatever, and now TVD sputtered. That's what I do. And you, you, that does happen, unfortunately. Right. It don't always do. Now, if it works, Shannon Dawson, you to go I, at the end of the day. I just don't want to take that risk. That's me. I don't like yeah. the two-quarterback system. I, I, I really do agree with you. I'm just – I'm glad – that it's available to us because basically what happened to FSU this past weekend against Boston college, you know, they were up a lot by a good team and and they came back and all that, you know, we, we talk about going 12 and only go this, we are going to get hit in the mouth. We are going to get hit and we're going to see how we hit back. Did we see that against Texas A&M? Yes. Oh my Lord. But it's going to happen again. And having that, that security play, right? That showed it, Lex. That showed it. That AM game showed exactly what you needed to see. You know, because exactly. like I said, that AM team from top to bottom is the best roster, best talent that we will face all year. And if and like you said, we go to Clemson and we're kind of struggling, you know, to move the ball or anything. This team showed you against AM, they can fight back. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll take a punch, but it will give you one back. You know, now how hard it is, obviously that's different because there were some drives. I was a little pissed because we set up for a field goal or, you know, we had a punt and stuff like that. I get it. But it's football. You're not going to go 10 for 10 for the whole year on, on drops, you know, scoring a touchdown. But if you're if you're in a game like that, I think this team with Tyler Van Dyke at helm, I think he would do just fine moving the offense because he's going to get a rhythm. And Shannon Dawson, he's not afraid to throw shots. And he, he times them perfect. You know, like, he looks completely in control, which is what I want to see. And TVD does, too. And like I said, we, we got to stay healthy. That second and third string, there's some some guys, I get it. But top to bottom, please stay healthy. Just please stay healthy, you know. And I think we'll move through this whole – I think we can go 12-0 as long as we're healthy. Yeah, I agree with that. Ew. I think the – oh, go ahead. Looking at what everything you've we've said and everything, you know we have a couple of players that uh you know are a little bit nicked and necked, and you got some players trying to come back. Players come to you, AO, and say, Coach, I just want to get a little playing time, like a little rhythm, a little this, just to get a little, you know, get my feet wet. You know what? I'm gonna do what's best for this team and best for the player and say no. Or are you gonna give it to them? Especially with the bye week next week, AO. On this team with Mario, you think one of these players are going to walk up to Mario fucking crystal ball and say, hey, I want to get on this game. That man is going to tell them, if you don't get your ass back on practice, you earn every snap. I think that's the only thing we've ever heard is you earn what you get. If you if if our freshmen are out doing somebody, they're going to get the reps. You know, I think but I think you're I think you bring up a really good point is. 
the past regimes we had, the players, if they didn't get their way, would completely fuck up that game. Because they'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I didn't get my way. I'm done. I'm done for the day. I'm going out. It's Friday night. I'm going out. Saturday game, who cares? We're not traveling. We're at home. I'm in the club. You know what I mean? And and it's sadly true. But it's it's one of those things where the the biggest thing that we said last year over and over again to everybody about the five and seven, the five and seven roster, right? Everybody's like, well, the roster was stacked with talent. You're absolutely right. Stacked with talent. But past that talent, there was not shit behind it. It's like having a Lamborghini with no motor in it. So right. it, it it looks great. But guess what? As soon as you try and drive that shit into, into the road to get to where you're going, it ain't going to go nowhere. And I like that. I can't remember which channel did it, but they did a breakdown of where everybody's at and what everybody's doing right now so far in the season to show a comparison of what we had and what we what we have now. And there's a huge gap between the two. And for some of the guys, it's working out extremely well that transferred out. And all the props to them. Once a cane, always a cane. But yeah. for what the mindset needs to be, and even Mario said it yesterday on, the, on, his, on his interview, I need guys where I can drill them and keep pushing them harder and harder and harder throughout this entire season. And they allow me to do it because they want me to do it because we know that there's a bigger goal at the end of the day. It's not about 12 and no, it's about temple. And that's what they kept saying was over and over again. It's about the game at hand. That shit's what matters. At the end of the day, we can talk about Florida state Clemson. That's for us as fans to do, but for them boys, I'm in the room, like saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Before you look, overlook this team, handle your business. Before you worry about the accolades and the NIL deals, you worry about this team in front of you. And if their their mind is not that way, then you lose these kind of games. Because oh my bad, I I should have I should have beat that guy. I was thinking about my NFL draft day. If I'm going to have family over, if I'm going to go to New York, no no no. I need guys that are worried about how do I build this for the guys behind me, and do it for the guys in front of me. And you got guys like that in the rooms now. You have about 13 leaders that are like that. And I love that about this about this squad. Is there ain't just one or two? It's thirteen dudes rifling everybody more than so. You got Mario. You got the 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 whole assistant coaches. You got players leading this charge up and down this whole roster, man. Like, what else do you want? Like, you know, we're in Gladiator where he comes out and says, "Are you not entertained?" Well, for us Canes fans, what else do you want to see by Game Three? Right. And what else? You know, it was funny when you know Cam went down. Everybody screenshot the Twitter. Cam saying, "Thank you, I'm all good." And our defensive coordinator says, "You got practice tomorrow." Yeah, practice. Yeah. <laughs> that that's a, that's the mindset. Right. And, all right. Well, let me let me switch it up real quick. Then it, it will start. Ao. Seeing of all the players, who are you happy for? Like, damn, you know, I'm happy for this kid. Ooh. I got who are you one. happy for? I, I, you know, you should already. There's gonna, right? there gonna be easy. There's gonna be easy ones. Um, you I got, who am I happy for? I I think I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go with one that, like like you guys, I think Ross kind of mentioned the very early uh, spot of of retribution was X. Um, 
that guy has been getting annihilated on the offseason. Oh, this guy needs to take his spot. This guy needs to take his spot. I don't even want to see him on the field. He can't do this. He can't do that. And TBD's going to stare him down. And this is what happens when X is your number one receiver. And this is how far the, the game can really go with uh, with uh, X7 yeah. as your one. Yeah. That boy is cooking all your 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 highlighted number ones in the offseason. He's cooking All the people that you got compared to, that boy kicking them. Cooking, cooking, cooking with, He's cooking with grits. possibly it, illegal it, oil because we don't know where that oil came from. <laughs> it but it's burning. It, it ain't. It's burning fast, though. But it's I'm, I'm going to say this. is I'm happy for guys that put in the work on and off the field. That dude is a 4.0 student. That is one of our leads. That is one of our community service leads. That dude does everything and anything for Miami. And he bleeds it through and through. And the fact of it is, to me, that's who you want in them rooms because when dudes start do start feeling themselves a little bit, he's gonna be right there to check them right back in line. Like, huh, you dropped three balls yesterday. Shut up, right. get back over here. You know what I mean? Like, let's go hit the jug machine. And that's what you want. Like, oh, let's go out on, on Thursday. Let's go hit some jug machines. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you want is someone that's gonna pop people back in line. Like, okay, is is that Texas AM game that, that's gonna be the highlight of your 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 film? Like, that's the game you want, or do you want another one? Do you want a third-round draft pick, fourth round, fifth round, or do you want a one? Mm-hmm. What do you want? You know, you got to have that kind of player in your in your stable that says, there's more to this. You know, let's keep going to see how far we can really get. Now, I got to go opposite of you, bro. Um, I mean, same, similar, you know, some similarities. I got to go James Williams. You know, no, like, no, 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 you can't, you can't do that to me. Oh, you tripping. <laughs> Man, dude, no, you know I'm you going to you a second. I you said, know hey, I'm going to you. Nah, can't. you know I'm going to yep. Matter of fact, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, buddy. I'll let you, I'll give you that one. I'll go Jaden Davis. I'll give you all another Ooh. one because he was just as, I, I would honestly say he was demoralized by the fan base when we took him. There were yeah. some people that talked hella down on him. I don't want him. Man, he's a he's he's not good. Oh, over social media, he's, he's slow. He's small. Like they sounded just like Manny Diaz. So you know, honestly, like James is gonna be my guy. But I'll let you have that. James, not your guy. Oh, he's definitely because I'm, I'm a DB at heart. But I'll I'll, I'll take Jaden Davis because I think honestly he's probably the best corner on our team right now at the moment. I mean, he's yeah. playing lights out, bro. And you know. Usually when we talk corners, right, and especially when I talk them, I look for guys that can tackle. And I'm not talking about out in face, out, out, you know, in coverage. Guys that can come up and tackle because typically wide receivers are smaller than running backs, more compact, right? When you come up and put your hat on the ball and knock it loose, bro, you coming in. I, I caught it through the heat-seeking missile last week because my boy was flying <laughs> around against Texas a and So, you know, yeah. I, I – I was going. I had a whole good man. I should. I, I should put my foot in your backside when I see. You, I had a whole speech ready for James Williams. I'm gonna let you go. And I'm gonna say James Williams. I, I really want to know the year. At the beginning of the year, when we started our hot takes, the first thing I said was James Williams. And, and I'm happy. Somebody said Cooper. Yeah. Great job. Cooper's taking his game to. He. He's. He, Cooper's agree. taking. What people say about Mario and our offensive line coach, they're the best. He's taking it. Rivers, congrats to Rivers. Rivers held yeah. on the left side against AM. All these guys. 
when one of my first hot takes ever, and A.O. AO knows I said this, for our defense to take the next step, it wasn't Nico, wasn't Taylor, it wasn't Kane. James Williams would have to step his game up to a whole nother level. Yep. Mm-hmm. I said, James Williams will outplay Cam Kendrick by the end of the year. And I'm holding that, that to it. He is, he is what he put on, I think <clears> he put on Twitter the other day. I made my mistakes. It's all me. I've learned. That is a grown man, adult move because when he made a mistake, he made plenty of mistakes. And for you to go out there and say, I learned my mistakes, my fault. You have just took everything because we knew from the neck down physically, nobody could stop the man wherever you put him. Right. Where did he have to grow? Correct. I don't think we've seen anything out of JW yet. That man's taking the next step. And for our defense, he is there. I wish we were playing Clemson on Saturday. I just don't want to wait for that game. (laughs) You know what? Oh, you got to wait for Temple. You got to wait for your bye week in Georgia Tech. Fuck all that. Let's go. and you're right. No, I, I I think the one thing, too, that we've been talking about, the whole difference between Thank last you, year, this year, all that shit, right, is the one big thing that I've noticed is before we would get out-muscled a lot or we would whiff on these tackles, right? Yeah. You're starting to see people duck. <laughs> when was the last time y'all seen an opposing team duck when we're coming and they go down? They're like, no, nah, hell no. That, yeah. that Jays Williams and well, who was it, him and Davis that were flying in? On a double tackle, they after that play, they all the whole sideline for for the team looked over, and everybody's face on TV was like, "We're not getting hit by these dudes. Like they're not hitting us again." And all of a sudden, every time that one guy barely wrapped up, they, oh, I I fell over. I'm done. (laughs) But that's the shit you need to have is that killer ass mentality where it's not a it's not an illegal hit. Where I don't want you to hit somebody and you're out of the game, and all of a sudden, well, shit, now you're out. It has to be clean, but it has to be a hit that sends a message. And we ain't sent a message since shit. We Miami was paying per text for the last time that we were hitting hard, and now we got that text family plan, and we're ready to hit them. And you know what? I love that about this new Miami squad is we are built to hit you in the mouth, and then when we get hit, you just piss us off. And remember, Ao. When most of the time when we had those hits last few years, if you would hit the guy, you take your helmet off and you'd be all pissed off. As soon as he laid that cat out, he said, nah, I didn't hit him in the head. I put my shoulder. He was pointing. You could see him on mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. When, when it's just the mentality is different, bro. Right. He knew he did it right. He knew it wasn't dirty. He laid your ass out. I did what I was taught to do. Exactly. There's just a you that's all in here and between the head. That I'm gonna give you one more player and 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 and, and oh, Ross, tell me cheated. what you think. You cheated. I, <laughs> I was uh happy to see Chase Smith get on the field and uh the man looked like he was moving pretty good and he looked like um he's a little pissed off about not being able to get on the field lately, you know, because of stuff. What uh what do you think about that cat? I mean, I think his future is bright, bro. I mean, the only thing is that linebacker room is so loaded, bro. Like, he's he's fighting right now for for 
playing time, which is good. That's what you yep. want. You want that competition. Right. Just like you said, it pisses people off because they want it more. You know, at the end of the day, and I think honestly, when you're looking at it, you can also use that same same scenario for a guy like Don Chaney because he looks angry when he's running the ball. Like Pissed. he looks like Blaine when he played back there in high school. That yeah. five star running back, you know. He looks different, bro. And, yeah. you know, when I watched him last year coming off that injury, he looked afraid. You know, like, I don't want to get hurt again. You know, like, right. he, was, he was kind of very cautious, right, running the ball. He don't look cautious. No. He, he, he wants you to hit him. Yeah. Because yeah, he's going to hit you the hell back. He's going to run you. you, you, you have, I, what I like about some of these guys is it's like they have the mentality of, did you just touch me? I'm gonna I'm gonna run you the hell over. And like right. some of these guys ain't even trying to juke. They're not even trying to do a different move. They literally like have their eyes set on one guy. And now we did used to do that, right? And then we run into them and we both mm-hmm. fall over. Yeah. That sucked. I used to drive me nuts. I'm like, do you not practice any kind of elusive drills in a in a practice mm-hmm. now? Because they've been like you said, they've been putting in that work, the preparation, mm-hmm. the getting your mind right part of it, but the also the Get your body right where that truck stick works. <laughs> and that, and that is stick. dangerous. And the juke works. And yeah. the spin move works. It, all of a sudden, like I said, like I think we're going to keep pointing back at things. But mm-hmm. this team is built to actually do the hell that we want it to do. You know, I, I think the more we're talking about, the more I want. I'm, I'm jumping in with Lexus Kool Aid. I have two goddamn packets right here from two weeks ago, and now I'm like, am I going to drink these at eight o'clock at night? Probably. Hey, you know why? Because hey, it's delicious. Hey, hey uh, Al, I bet you won't crack one open and just pour it down your mouth. <laughs> I bet I won't either. <laughs> Whoa! God, I wish I had some Kool Aid in my house right now. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I oh, All right, man. let's go into uh, let's go into prediction and hot take. Gotcha, gotcha. Rasta, hot take for the weekend's game score prediction. I can't give you the score prediction. That's gonna be on my show. That kind of gives it oh, gives it yeah, up. Yeah. You gotta check it out though. Saturday okay. morning. Bingo. Okay, Miami's oh. winning. I'll tell you that. You know what? what you, all right. I want you a hot take, and instead of me, you think CJ's going to get a little bit more run back there on kick return? Talk to me, Rasta. What do you think about that? No, I I think you got your guy, Brashard Smith. Um, I mean, you know, (laughs) he basically showed you exactly what you wanted to see. He looks fast, elusive. You know, I mean, he looked like last week. Not a sudden. I know it's still uh, Bethune, um, A&M. He showed you exactly what you wanted to see, a guy that can get upfield, it, it, you know, we talked about it on uh, on the show. People are like, oh, he looked tired like he did in the run. Nah, he just knew he had it. Like, that dude is quick. You thought he was going to hop down? Nah, he just knew he had it. Why, why use it out? He went right back out on kickoff coverage. So why waste all my energy? I got to go back out in the next play. What do he do? Right. Runs off the sideline, puts an extra jersey on, runs out, goes down and gets, you know, well, he didn't get the tackle, but he goes down to make a play. You got to love those type of kids, bro. That's what Mario wants. Bro, we yeah. had dudes last year, hey, I didn't got to come out. Why? Like, what are you talking about, bro? It's two plays in. Nah, bro, right. these dudes, it's a whole different. 
Um, hot takes. Mm. I said we go for even in the rain, wind, whatever you want to call it. I said we go for over 500 yards total offense. Ooh, Ooh I'm writing that one down. Actually, I'll clip <laughs> this for the show anyway. I like that a lot. And I need a song from you too. Song again? I gave you like 20 of them. You're on here again every time. Every I'm time. coming on every week. We I'm glad he doesn't ask me for songs. I've already messed that question up like five times. So I don't even. I get yours though. I got your. I got your four on here. You're still on there. <laughs> we got like a hundred songs. My four. <laughs> I haven't. I've picked like two. I, I get everything else from the, from either the guy, everybody in the chat when they mention songs, Ooh. all the guests. What? So chat, you guys can throw one in there too. I'll add hey. some other songs in here too. Mark has been a hard guy to get on this bandwagon. And he's starting to feel it. Mark, I'm, I like that. Let that trap punch get in the system. Hot take. We take their QBR <laughs> running back out of the game, no return. Again, we wish no injuries on somebody. Yeah. But if you legally knock the wind out of them or they don't want to come back in, I will take it in that perspective. Yeah, you know I saying? like that. Look at this. Two interceptions Ooh. and two fumbles. Ooh. Ooh I, like this hot game. I like that. I don't know. They throw Damn. the ball you know what? My hot take is um, I think the score, I don't know the exact score, but I am going to say 42 to three. I think it's going to be, I, I think we only give up, I think we give up a field goal. I don't think we give up anything else. I think we're going to have at least three rushing touchdowns. So my hot take is three rushing, uh, four rushing touchdowns. For at least 275 yards or plus. Ooh. I think we're just I think we're going to pound them. Um, you know, I'm gonna take into the fact that there is gonna be 40 mile an hour wins. Uh, you know, you just let's just be realistic. You gotta account for that. So I'm gonna say four touchdowns, 275 yards rushing. We win 42 to three. I like it. I do like I that a lot. I'm gonna say that's why. I cut you off so Miami you. has so Miami scored 38, 48, and 48 points. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick around with the 48s. You know what? I'm gonna go probably 45 because I, I like how Mario does it. I wanna I wanna beat you, but I'm not trying to embarrass you, you know, where he's a very he's very conscious of what he shows as respect, you know. So um I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with 45, and I think because of a slop second. You know, maybe a fumble here or interception there. I'm gonna give them ten. I'm gonna give them the touchdown yeah. against our second string, and I'm gonna give them a possible kick in the first. You know, in the first half, so it'll end up being three on on our first string, seven on our our second string. But I I think we see our my hot take is we see uh we see the backups in before the uh, middle thirty. Yeah, you talking about this one? I tell you right now, at seven twenty, Mr. Becker. I'm gonna say something Damn. right now. That's seven twenty yards offense. I'll make Jeez. you a deal, guys. If we get three hundred and sixty yards rushing, three hundred and sixty in the air, the Miami Mayhem Show will donate three hundred and sixty dollars to NIL on behalf of the Miami Flow Channel on like my that. on Flow's show Sunday night. I like that. I'll back that up. If we hit 360 and 360, we will the Miami Mayhem will make a $360 donation Sunday night. So you know what? I hope they freaking hit it. I don't care. Yeah. I like that. 
So for the players, anyway. That, that, I, I'll give you that hot take because I thought I was on drugs with my Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> We're just breaking records at this point, which I I, I dig that a lot. We're breaking records, so. Michael, if it happens, make sure you pay attention to the show on uh, Sunday night. And the answer came, you still won't get your shirt. <laughs> oh, my oh God. man, guys. I don't know, man. It'll, it'll be with Tushy down in Australia. <laughs> he made a stop in Australia. You know what? Uh, we'll make the donation, and I will personally make sure there is a shirt shipped out to you, Joe. Next week, if we hit 360 and 360, I will personally take care of that. You got my word. And I, and look at that. Marcus says, I'll add 100 also, Lex, yeah. if they hit that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hold yeah, you to it. Right. Oh, man, please hit 359. I don't think paydays till next week. <laughs> hit 359. <laughs> That'd be messed up if they hit 361 and 359. But that All one, right. <laughs> that would be. I would still make you do it. Right. You know, like, Technically, it's right I mean, we can go and remeasure all the yardage and make right. sure that the refs actually got it right because there's a little right. bit of sway sometimes. <laughs> like, we can hit the math. <laughs> oh, man. Math ain't math. You know, guys, we had so many things we wanted to talk about. And, and it's – you know what, guys? For a lot of people that don't know about this, you know, there's a couple of things that we started talking about that none of us knew. You know, this is just we pick something we want to talk about and we just run with it. There ain't no scripts here. This is what I love about the show. This is for the fans, made by the fans. We're, we're fans. Rasta has so much knowledge of the game, so much knowledge of recruiting, so much knowledge of yellow Crocs. I mean, it's, it's great what Rasta knows. But <laughs> when we like to bring Rasta, it, we're talking like fans and, and having everybody in the chat also, man, it's – Holy, hold up. We got another one. We rushed for 350. He's in for 200. So 200, <laughs> three, six, five, six. Woo, if we have an offensive explosion, this could be uh, the highest donation show ever. I'm telling you. Right. So, Coach Dawson got some stress, pressure on him. And put 70 yeah. on. So, you know, man, Rasta, I know you've been doing your stuff with Dave. Guys, you must listen to their stuff Saturday morning. All their interviews, they're still going hot. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, the, the pregame show this 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 Saturday, I think it's up in the air right now because of weather and traveling. So we're still trying to figure that out. But how long is it? Let me ask. I want an answer from the chat. How long has it been since you really been this excited about Arcanes? Right. Just, just let that sit in your mind. And re- re- watermelon rain. No, Ao's coming up with that in a minute, guys. Ao has the drink. Well, you have the drink, right? Yep, that but is the drink. You come in, but I want everybody to think about that. How long has it really been since you've been this successful with our kids? You know? Ao. Ao. Take it away with our cocktail session. All right. This is what I need y'all to go grab for this weekend. Now, I'm going to make it really easy because this should hopefully be an easy game. So I need I need to keep it nice and simple because that's all we really need to do this weekend. So you're going to grab watermelon vodka and 7-Up. Easy peasy. Three shots in the drink. Put your ice in there. 
fill the rest up with seven up. Make it nice and easy. Make it a nice little drink. They're worried about the rain. Don't worry about the rain. We bring the rain. Watermelon rain. Make it happen, Captain. Is three shots enough? No. Not, well, for beginners, yes, but for us, no. It'll be it'll be more of half and half. <laughs> then it'll turn slowly turn into three quarters. It'll just be a a dash of seven up in there. <laughs> Guys, we've had our hot takes. We got our expectations for this weekend. You're gonna there's gonna be a bunch of us out there. I know a lot of our discourse. Some people are going. Uh, I know Flo and I are flying up there, man. We're gonna hang out with some people. Um, Ao is. AO is going to get lost somewhere in the Midwest. Ross is going to be handling it. But you know what, man? I can't wait. Temple, you're on the fucking clock. Here we come. We come. We're going to have to change the show to the explicit version. <laughs> <laughs> like we're on the clean version of the podcast. I tell you right now. I'm just switch it over. It's fine. I like it. When it we get matter, to but... Clemson 6 0 and get to FSU 7 0, I'm not going to be able to be on the show. We're not you you think we're not gonna be able to have me and Rasta. Hey, you're gonna be by yourself because me and Rasta, we're gonna get we're gonna get kicked out fast. So thank you everybody again. Um everybody in the armed forces, much respect to everybody, much respect to our vets. Um, I did forget something, much respect to our sponsor, Chad Bar Law. Guys, handles all vet stuff all over the nation, handles personal. Uh, injuries, everything you need. Our sponsor for Chad Barlaw. We appreciate everything he does for the show. So, guys, here's the way we end it. It always has been, always will be about that you. Have a good night, everybody. We'll talk to you Saturday. Check us on the podcast. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs>